We meet again, fellow explorer of the unimagined. Whatever you hope to find here cannot compare to the truth. Today's recordings concern the case of an ancient curse inflicted upon a member of the British establishment while exploring the paranormal mysteries of the world deep in the heart of civilization. The compelling testimony presented here comes with over a century of evidence, disappeared by the DUMP with a wave of their hand. This is another tale not for the faint of heart. Steal yourself. And, oh, oh and thanks to uh, Michael who sent us over some new merch designs. We're getting a store set up soon, so yeah, cheers for that, thanks. Uh, anyway, uh, enjoy. Hello, Archives. Agent Milner again, Department for Unexplained Minor Phenomena, here with office recordings today. Case file 8542, still wading through the dump. Yeah, in the office today, uh, I've got a meeting in about an hour, so it's just going to be a nice stroll across town today. Uh, yeah, heading over to Kensington. So that'll be nice. Uh, going to see Thomas Danford, apparently. Uh, powers that be rushed this one. Uh, urgent call, which usually means they are uh, an old school friend of one of the ministers or something. Um, yeah. Desperately urgent, so uh, hence why I'm going over there in my lunch hour. But I'll let you know how I get on and uh, figure out what terrible beast is plaguing this poor person. Yeah, that's it. Just move, move into the mic, yeah, and say your name. Thomas DeMarlborough Danford. Yep, lovely. And uh, then just tell us what happened in, in your own words. Well, uh, my grandfather, the late George Stanford, was a man of the empire, a, a great explorer and discoverer. If anything, it was this uh, natural sense of curiosity that was our family's downfall, you see. It all came about uh, at the beginning of the last century when grandfather was navigating the uh, Congo River, discovered a long-lost and forgotten temple deep within the rainforests of the dark interior. This is what we called it back then. After returning from that trip, he uh, mounted another expedition to return and explore this place in its entirety. After doing a little more research, of course, it turned out they'd discovered a, a fabled lost library of African antiquity, a place for the repository of, of all the many tribes' collected knowledge. Older than Alexandria, it was thought, sacred and holy place deemed beyond the touch of any a neutral space that was a repository for all the records of this ancient civilization. So naturally my grandfather had to see it and uh, see it he did. Yeah. After many weeks uh, floating equipment up the jungle they were able to uh, establish a camp nearby and build the requisite infrastructure and such to aid them in excavating the site. You can imagine the um, frisson about such an event and what would it mean for Britain at the time, <laughs> anthropologically speaking, of course. The excavation was, as I'm sure you must realise by now, unremarkable or, you know, there'd be more press about it, you know, Tutankhamun and such being far more popular. But uh, after breaking the seal to the entrance, most of what was inside had either already been removed by previous generations taken by wildlife or, or ruined by water damage from the Congo nearby. It was still a significant find, don't, don't get me wrong, but what little remained shed light on the previous civilization's interests and their day-to-day life, but uh, a little more than that. 
No, the real discovery was upon my grandfather's return home. Held as a success, arriving back in London with what little I had, some of the, the team contracted a fever. Within a week of being back in Old Blighty, those with that fever they all died. Doctors were um, baffled and didn't fit any previously known sickness. My father and his fellow associate, Glenn Mandley, who helped lead the expedition, however, weren't even as lucky. They lost their fortune suddenly and strangely, plunging them into near destitution. Glenn couldn't bear the shame of the poverty and he took his own life. Tragic, yeah. It's not long after this that uh, the relics taken from the site were lost, seemingly vanishing in, in the thin air. Some said they were stolen, some sadly for blamed grandfather, but they, uh, they disappeared all the same. So with his fortune gone, relics missing, his entire expedition team dead or ruined, and his own reputation in tatters, the old boy went to his grave warning Mama of the curse of the dark interior. And it seems he wasn't wrong. My first taste of this curse came early. I was, I was only a lad when our first house burned to the ground, for instance. Raised by the fires of hell, father said. It was in the new house that I then heard the screams of mother one morning when she found a, an ancient terracotta statuette atop her dressing table, glaring at her. Several more of these threatening objects found their way into our home. Mother said she found me one afternoon in the garden playing with what I thought was a, an old stick, but was in fact an ancient rungu stained with blood from centuries ago. As news of the curse spread through the household, our help fled, pushing poor Mama to the brink. When Father died of a heart attack, much too young, much too young, he was, he was taken away for rest and recuperation, you know while we went to live with relatives. But the curse followed us. I thought I'd avoided it, you see, but uh, as I got older, I began to feel this, this presence, a dark, frightening presence that followed me wherever I went until walking home one night, there it was, a spirit, a gin of the dark interior, manifest upon the street following me home, stretching out its hand to curse me, to tarnish me with my family's reckless curiosity. A savage of the old world, hell-bent on... Yeah, I stopped him there. Uh, he went on a racist rant about the cabbie who chased after him to give him back his wallet that he'd left in the back of the car. Um, yeah, just the usual colonial rubbish, I think, that one. Uh, no real mystery, to be honest, but... Uh... I made a few phone calls and did a bit of snooping, but yeah, sure enough, no ancient curse. The uh, the granddad wasn't in poverty, um, funnily enough. Uh, they just overinvested on that expedition and uh, didn't get much of a return, so they lost all the money. So it wasn't like some curse; it was just their own stupid fool's errand into a foreign nation that they invaded and raided for. Uh, incredibly important artefacts to the local populace. As we tended to do back then, um, the mysterious fever from the rest of the expedition was just cholera. It's just uh, the lesser members of the expedition didn't have the money for good doctors to pay uh, so they could find out that it was cholera. So they just died of cholera. Not really any mystery there. Um, 
the, the relics did not vanish into thin air by the sounds of things because they reappeared and then were quickly resold, funnily enough. It wasn't hard to trace um, the location of a lot of those artifacts that mysteriously reappeared all around the house. Um, notoriously, when the coffers were running dry in the Danford household. Yeah, so I think he just um, hid them, then said they disappeared, and then they reappeared at convenient points when the cocaine bucket ran dry. Um, yeah, so that kind of explains that corner of it. Oh yeah, the house burning down. Yeah, that just sounds like an insurance fiddle to me when basically the upkeep of that old house became too expensive. I spoke to one of the old uh, maids who worked in the house when, you know, the help that they dismissed that they couldn't afford to keep anymore. So, yeah, I think they burned the house down so they could speculate on new property or something. They were never homeless because they still had, you know, this house in London, apartments elsewhere, some other house in the country. Uh, yeah, it didn't really bother them whatsoever. So they just burned that one down and took the money and ran by the sounds of it. Um, and the rest is just kind of bog-standard racism and paranoia. You know, yeah, to me it just sounded like a justifiable reckoning with a colonial past. Um, but yeah, that's just me. So yeah, no curse of Tutankhamun's tomb, just uh, the usual old person who perhaps wants to point the blame somewhere else. Um, anyway... It is now well past my lunchtime. I am starving, so I'm going to walk back. Um, yeah, don't hand this over to the powers that be, please, Dan, because I'll be manning a station outside the Arctic Circle before you know it. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, judging by where this guy lives and how lovely this garden is, um, yeah, he probably knows the right people, so keep this one under your hat. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, I might see you after work. Another shocking tale, this time at the heart of British high society. What will it take to get you to believe? Can't you see what's going on? If even the wealthiest in our society are being swept under the rug, where do you think that leaves the rest of us? You heard the operative himself say he was scared for his own job if these recordings got out? Well, now they have. And yeah, the, the feedback's been great, so yeah, keep the reviews coming in. Uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe as well if you haven't already. It, it, it all helps, you know. Until we meet again.